All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 32 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sam, and I have with me Goldilocks over to my right over here. He's been uh, combing his hair for the last half an hour because yep. he rode his motorcycle in. And uh, we also have Box on location. My brother Box owns Ballistic Imagery, which uh, actually this podcast is sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Check them out at facebook.com slash ballistic imagery, ballisticimagery.com, as well as on Instagram. Um, he's doing some, uh, putting out some pretty sweet photos, uh, several of the ones, some of my projects that I've done lately. So go and check really those out. I'm putting out photos of lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. The, um, they were, I I really liked so far what I've seen of the, that the photos of that savage that you took. I've really liked those. But yeah, I'm waiting I'm, for the main photo box. What's the hold up here? <laughs> I'm really. I partial. already posted it. Uh, what's the hold up on you seeing it? When, where did you post it on? Ballistic, on Instagram. On Instagram. Oh yeah, I'll have to go. And, yeah. Go and I'll have to go and check that out. Uh yeah, go to Instagram. His uh that is ballistic imagery. I'm gonna go check it out. Spelled right exactly like it sounds. Um, we're Sam. Well, yeah, you got to sound it out. Uh, we are down. Uh, ooh, ooh, I like it. We are down uh, Toad, of course, so we only got three members here today. He is out in, oh, that is pretty pretty sweet. You know how he did that? <laughs> hung he, it up with fishing string? Uh, kind of. We hung it like, and actually it's, it's right in front of the garage door in there where we did it, but. Anyway, uh, Toad is out at the, uh, the Black Hills on his, uh, little four-wheeling trip. So I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately. Toad's not here today. Toad, yeah. Toad's here. Toad's there. Toad's being Toad, what he usually does. Yeah, uh, that's about what a guy can expect out of Toad in the summer. Yeah, but anyway, they are out there. They do their annual four-wheeling trip out there. And they've yep. invited me out there before to go with them, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It's been in Ford. I, I love the Black Hills. Like, I, I go motorcycle riding out in the Black Hills basically every year. Um, this year may be a little different having a newborn at home, but, uh, other yeah. than that, yeah, for the last like four or five years, my uncle and I have always gone on a big motorcycle trip and we always start by going to the hills for the closing weekend of Sturgis and then we'll ride somewhere beyond the hills after that for the following week. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I just got a Snapchat from Toad yesterday, I think, um, he was up on the up on the mountainside above the town of Nemo. Yeah. Um and I that's like that's one of my favorite roads. There's a road called Nemo Road in the Black Hills that is one of my favorite roads to ride motorcycle on and it goes through the town of Nemo. Um and the town of Nemo is really cool. They have like a old school lodge there that there's like kind of like a restaurant in um that's open for the summer months and stuff and uh they have like an old trading post where it's like an old general store and there's like all kinds of cool old shit that even if it's not for sale, it's just, you know, like decorations on the wall inside the shop and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's a, it's just a super cool old school town that is very, you know, like late 1800s, early 1900s trapper style right town and I uh I used to go out to the hills quite often when I when I was younger, um, my late teenage years, early twenties. You know, I used seems like I was I was going out there all the time. Um, out in the Sturgis area, we used to know some folks. But shoot, I bet it's been 
heck, I don't know, 10, probably 10 years. Yeah. Or more since, uh, well, I've been back. I've been back uh, from Kansas City for 10 years, so it's been at least that number of years since I've been out there, so. Yeah. Uh, but the, I always hated to drive out there. That was the worst. Oh, not for me. Like, that's that's half the fun, like, riding motorcycle out there. Um, the I, I've taken, like, a car out there and, like, taken 90 across South Dakota. It sucks. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. I yeah, hate it. It's no fun. But, like, riding motorcycle, we take uh, 44 and 18, so it kind of skirts across the south edge and then take some pretty back roads. So like you go through uh, like winter and white river and interior box elder, some little podunk towns, you know, out in the middle of BFE, but it's a lot prettier. um, And it's a lot more fun, a little windier roads and stuff versus just cruising straight directly West on the interstate. Yeah. It, It takes a little longer, but there's like, some nice little restaurants and bars and things like that to stop at on the way and just kind of break up your trip a little bit. The only thing interesting on the on high, on Interstate 90 Ugh. on the way out there is the fucking um, signs for the twenty eight thousand uh, signs for wall drug for wall drug. Yes, how many signs do you think a total are, are those? I don't know. I the... feel I think I looked it up one time and it's like an astronomical amount, but I, I bet do it's not at recall least four to five hundred. I would bet. Oh, at least because. As soon as you get to Sioux Falls, there's already signs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Sturgis, of course, out there in uh, the Black Hills area, and that is still happening this year, the Sturgis yeah. Motorcycle Rally, which I think they made a good decision on that. Back yeah. in the couple months ago, when, I mean, it was freaking February, March, and people were closing, were canceling shit. Events in, in, in August. like July and I'm August. like, what yeah. are you guys, like, calm down and just like, yeah. wait a few months, because yeah. let's be honest here, in the middle of August, Yep. There's not going to, it's it's 147 degrees out. This Especially in the Black Hills. Is, yeah, this virus is not going to be, yeah. and it might pop up in a, you know, a month, you know, a little bit well, later in the fall, but why? Yeah, and they say that, you know, like UV rays and stuff kill yeah, viruses, yeah. you know, like heat they, and UV. Yeah. yeah, so heat and UV. That's August in the Black Hills for you. Right. <laughs> like, right. especially riding motorcycle. You are no lack of heat yeah. and UV rays. Yeah. So I think they made a good call on that. But mm-hmm. um, we'll see how it turn- all turns out, I guess. And actually, the other day, I heard that Dr. Foshi or whatever the hell his name yeah. is, um, the big kahuna. Falsy. He said that um, a second wave is not necessarily a certain. Guaranteed. So yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but anyway, as I mentioned, this podcast was sponsored by Ballistic Imagery, and that's um, Box's company. Uh, Box, you, you wanted to uh, talk a little bit about that? Um, you're looking for some uh, Second Amendment companies? Yeah. I mean, I've been searching for a couple weeks now, just trying to find Second Amendment companies or related companies to do some work for, or like around here. Because you can't just type in to Google, firearm related companies in iowa you just get all sorts you get pretty much every single list of uh gun shops that you can find not much else but i'm i've heard that there's companies around here sam you mentioned the other day that there's one in cherokee that does scar parts or something like that yeah you know how butt ugly scars are they're like i mean they're a sweet gun but they're probably the ugliest freaking gun on the planet i don't know the new 20s like the new Scar 20S, that thing's pretty sexy. But well, like I'm talking about the 16 and 17, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty well, cool. they made this company, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Cody was just over here showing it to me last night again. 
Um, but they take uh, and replace the buttstock to it, and, and it, it actually look makes it look like a freaking awesome gun. So yeah. anyway, box go on. You were uh, kind of yeah. I'm there. I'm I'm just searching for companies like that, not necessarily firearm manufacturers, but they're in the industry, whether it's accessories or parts or stuff like that. I know some of you guys know a whole lot of companies out there, and I'm curious. To to work with some of them, I've contacted several already in the in the in the state, like Volkortsen, and there's some suppressor manufacturers in Des Moines and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there's even there's several companies up in uh, Minneapolis too that I need to get in touch with. Yet, yeah, those are bigger companies though. But Dakota, yeah, I'm Dakota. What is it? Dakota Silencer. They're a bigger company, but um, I've done a little bit of work for them, um, and. The R3, the company that I got this laser from, they did they did quite a bit of work for them too. So that might be something to look into. And actually, they emailed me emailed me a while back. So yeah, just what about um, like you mentioned that when you go gun shops, like you were, you said you know that was the majority you get. But don't you think you'd have any interest from gun shops to do like just social media posts, even yeah, like taking graphics, photos for like similar to the graphics posts. that I had you create for the Life Short Live Free website stuff like that possibly i mean you don't think there'd be any any um need for that never know until you reach out i guess so probably i'm not sure how much i'd be interested in doing that because that'd be more along the graphic design line than right photography photography and videography type stuff right i mean and plus a lot of them they probably don't want to pay as much as photographers charge just for a simple for social media posts and stuff like that yeah those are easy simple posts and who's going to pay a couple hundred dollars for one quick post on rather if it's not an advertisement or something like that right um another another one that i wanted to mention box to you was uh rma um they're they're out of centerville iowa they do um, a lot of law enforcement. Um, they're one of the they're one of the leaders in in body armor. I was gonna say um, I didn't know they were in Iowa though. Yeah, they're in Centerville, huh, Iowa. That would be that would be a that would be a good one. That's fairly local. Um, that you could contact. So RMA, I think it's RMA Armament. I believe so. Yes, RMA. So, anyways, the but, point of this, what we were talking about, was if you know if you listen to the podcast and you know someone yeah. uh, with small you know, second or not even def- necessarily that small. Just be right. interested in some uh, good photography work. Give Box at Ballistic Imagery a call, and or even if you're interested in some yeah. photography work, you know, mm-hmm. you get something done by Shy Works, and you want some cool photos of it, or you know, you've got a really cool collection of antique firearms or something that that you want photographed. Um, yep. Yeah, definitely hit up, definitely hit up Box at Ballistic Imagery. Yep. Um, but yeah. Th- Basically, you're looking to do some uh, some product photos as far as like commercial photos, putting in magazines for advertisements and things like that for companies, right? So yeah, that that would be yeah, that'd be ideal. I mean, there's a lot of money and stuff like that, and it's a ton of fun for me to do. So yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be yeah. great. Also, I think I think that'd be super cool. You know, just like for you especially, you know, just thinking thinking about how much you love photography and how much. You know, I know how dedicated you are to making making things perfect and making photos look 
exactly how you want them to look. Like you always have a vision in your head um, and you never skimp on that. And that's what I think is super cool. And I think that's what is going to make you go super far in this. And, and, you know, like as far as commercial photography and advertisement photography, I know that the super contrasty, like modern style that you're super into works so well in, you know, in, uh, say like YouTube ads, like commercials that go online or, you know, magazine, full print magazine ads and stuff like in guns and ammo and, you know, just second amendment magazines. That's, that's definitely the style that, that I think draws the most attention so yep. yeah it's it's tough to kind of judge because i yeah that's the style i like but then i flip through a magazine and i see very little of that or i see all this other specific style and i'm like wow maybe i'm doing the wrong type of stuff oh but i don't i don't think everything's so. got everything's got its place i mean everything i hear about you know, other photographers are always like you're your own worst critic and you're always going to be judging your work compared to everyone else's and you're right. never going to think you're good enough and stuff like that and you definitely see that but yeah. well, you don't want to copy know. you don't want to copy something. you don't want to copy somebody else's style either you know you're you got your own style so you might as well yeah um bust into it hell i didn't i mean i i kind of made my own niche as far mm-hmm. as you know what i themed uh, with with shy works um, yeah. so, and I, I'm sure you'll do the same, but, um, yeah. And if you got an idea for this, feel free to give us at the podcast a shout to obviously box is part of the podcast here. So yeah, um, we'll uh, see it on and, and pass it on. Yeah. So. so if you know of any, any companies that, that you think would benefit from, you know, boxes, incredible photography skills or even videography skills doing, you know, B roll and stuff for commercials like that, um, either leave us a comment. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment down below. Otherwise, um, yeah, reach out to Ballistic Imagery on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were talking about uh, RMA. <coughs> excuse me. You were talking about RMA Armament. And actually, yeah. um, this is, was was something that we mentioned a while back, um, talking about getting plate carriers. And I think the general consensus, mostly from you guys, not so much me, was... Why the fuck would you ever need that? It's okay. I mean, basically, was I says I f- I want it just because I want it. Yeah. And you guys, were, I'm, I'm you in guys the same were more. Boat. You guys were more along the lines of why the fuck would you ever need that? But I think the last two weeks have kind of shown it maybe not be the worst idea to have a kit set up. I'm, yeah, I've never been like full like obviously just being a freedom loving American. I'm not like you shouldn't have that. Like, oh no, I, you did. You definitely did. You said I'm a straight communist, and you will never need that. And uh, no. fuck you. That was your exact words. <laughs> Nobody should own guns. <laughs> no, I I've been doing a lot of a lot of research into. Oh, um, one. I'll be right back. Oh, for the love of Pete, Sam. My God, he. You know, sometimes you ask this guy to do one simple Terrible task, planning. and he just. You can't. He just can't remember nothing anymore. He's <laughs> just getting old. Turn the compressor off. <laughs> Actually, there's a uh, one of my airline fittings is leaking, so I gotta I gotta fix that. Um, but no, I think I I've been doing a lot of research into um, uh, body armor recently over the last couple months, and um, I've been talking to a lot of people. I've been talking to my cousin, who's he's got some different styles of body armor and. You know, hey, what have you been using? What works? What doesn't? You know, and, 
Um, obviously, everybody wants to go steal because they're cheap. But yeah, know, and when I've you been... when you catch shrapnel to your jugular, if you're sitting down, you know your balls and your thighs. It's uh, I don't know. Does steal really seem like that good of a deal anymore? I don't know. Well, I mean, really, shrapnel your balls and your thighs aren't going to be covered by any. Like what else? What do you mean? What else is going to ceramic? Yeah, but your balls aren't going to be. Why? The, I mean, unless you're in the, a full-on rocket suit. No, no, I'm talking on steel plates. <laughs> oh, the shrapnel. The from shrapnel the from right. the round. I see. And yes, the, the other thing I was thinking of. Um, you know, it's just like shooting a steel target. You look at the bottom. Look at the ground under our steel targets out of the oh, range. Yeah, right. There's a line cut into the freaking dirt. That's a couple inches deep. You know. And the other, the other thing, and this was a conversation we actually had when I brought up Safe Light. Uh, Safe yeah. light defense. They make a uh, soft armor. So, and there is, it, it, to my understanding, wraps around. Yeah, their new rifle, their soft rifle armor. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's and it also, stuff. But it, it boy, also is it expensive. Yeah, but I could justify Woo. that. I could justify that. Yeah, and yeah. the reason being, like, say if you're, um, take what's going on right now. A lot of the the rioting and shit going on, and there's guys, you know, in standing in front of their own stores, you know, trying to protect yeah. their own their own livelihood there's, and shit. There's, you know, that's really been <coughs> a, a really cool thing for me to see. I guess is a lot more people standing up for their business and not just being like, "Well, I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to stay home and close my business because these people are going to blow the windows out of it." They're right. like, "No, I'm going to stand here and smoke check anybody who tries to." Come in so, here and, you know, hurt somebody. Right. And and my thinking on this whole deal is say that, I mean, there is a group coming at you, you know, and you're mm-hmm. you're in front, say you're in front of the doors or something. Um, you have your AR, but I mean, all these people coming at you, like, let's actually think of the, cert- like, you're not just going to freaking shoot a bunch of people that are right. coming at you. It's just, you're just not going to do yep. it. Um, so at that point, well, depending on the situation, but yeah, well, I mean, in, if, in they're, all, if cases, they're throwing bricks on you, yeah, that's one in thing. most cases, in yeah. most cases, a lot of these protesters, they come up and they start pushing and blah, blah, blah. But so that, that if you're in that circumstance, it's going to start getting to be, um, yeah. close quarter combat, your plate carrier force on force, type not going to do that much as opposed to this safe light defense system. It's stab resistant as well. So right. say somebody is getting squirrely. Somebody puts one in your freaking side right here. Oh, somebody! It's somebody getting squirrely. Hey, you got. Well, you, gotta you know what I'm saying. That, nip it in the butt. That right plate now. carrier. That plate doesn't do a damn thing for you. Right. Yeah. Where that actual armor well, system does. There's yeah. There's. I don't know. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of pros and cons to all the different armor styles and systems. Right. So like. You look at the AR-500 steel. It's the pros are it's cheap and it's definitely multi-hit rated. Right, right. You can take how many? I mean, how many hundreds of rounds do we shoot at AR-500 steel? Right on the range. Yeah, it's going to be multi-hit rated and it's cheap. The cons are it's heavy mm-hmm. and you're going to catch a bunch of shrapnel to your jugular, your femoral arteries, your you know. You're catching shrapnel. Yeah, but how much does uh how much does the cloth and top on top of that? Not very much, <laughs> especially if you got like mag carriers and no, shit like that. Not very much. Not as much as you'd think. Interesting. Um, that's that's like from all the research that I've done, that is the major downfall of any steel armor is the 
the shrapnel, you know, the round actually fragging off of the steel. Right. And they, I mean, and there's definitely different buildup coatings and things like that, like basically like Linex coatings that they coat this stuff in to to help. be able to contain that. Right. And it and it does help. There are some companies that do a very good job at these coatings. Um, but that really reduces your multi-hit rating because it only sticks to the steel, you know, say you get 10, you take 10 rounds. Well, then that it starts delaminating that coating off of the front face right. of it, you know, and that kind of starts to negate that. Well, if you get hit 10 but, times in a plate carrier, there's a good chance right. you got hit 14 somewhere else. Somewhere, right, you know. right, right. But for the most part, you know, you buy a cheap steel plate, you're going to catch shrapnel. Sure. Um, ceramic, the benefit is it's a little lighter than steel. Um, generally it's not multi-hit rated. If you fall down wearing this ceramic steel or this ceramic plate, there's a good chance you're going to break it and need to replace it because it's brittle. Hmm. Um, and it's expensive. Those are the other cons. The pluses are, the pros are, it's, they're generally level four rated and they're generally backed with like Kevlar. So there's like a ceramic plate backed with Kevlar. Um, so they can be multi-hit rated. So, but, I mean, how are these, how is this soft armor built then? Is that just Kevlar? So soft shit? armor, yeah, it's generally like a, a Kevlar weave and multi-layer Kevlar. And this was like something that. I was thinking about. Jesse brought up the last time we had an argument about this was he said that say you take a rifle round of that thing, you know, as opposed to, I mean, uh, uh, a, a plate carrier, a plate disperses that impact, mm -hmm. you know, for the most part yeah. in a pretty big area. But that soft armor, you're, it's only yeah, you're, it, it oh, it's very close. Knocking the ever living piss out of you, breaking ribs, you know, you're going to have internal bleeding. Uh, there's a pretty good, there's a pretty probably. good chance that you getting really screwed up getting hit with a rifle round in soft armor, even with a lot of pistol rounds in soft armor. I'd be, it'd be interesting. I'd want, I'm going to look up some testing on yeah. that and find out about it. Cause I find but that, no, that safe life defense, safe life defense has safe light defense, safe light replace. No, that's safe life. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but they do, they do a very good, they do a very good job of, of building body armor and they've, you know, done their homework and, Put in the research and development to make sure they're they're creating safe products that are helping a lot of people, you know, saving a lot of people's lives. And Box, I so think Safe Life. If you would like to sponsor us, just go ahead and send us a few plate carriers and vests, and we'd be happy to absolutely. And, and show even them <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'll shoot the shit out of your stuff. You want me to see if your, you know, <laughs> like if your armor holds up? I'll shoot the shit out of it. Box, I think your attitude this last time we talked about this was. I have no need for one. If I remember correctly, that was pretty much your sentiment. No, I said there was no need for. I never. I would never say there was no need for armor. No, no, no. I think. I think you said you personally you don't feel a need for one. If I remember correctly, um, but you live in that up in that big metropolis of Spencer up there. Um, shit's getting uh, supposedly. What do you? My God! Easy there, killer. <laughs> shit's getting squirrely up there supposedly. In um, Spencer? Yeah, they're supposed to be riding and all sorts they, of things. They had the, the pro, there was a protest on Thursday night, and it was 100% peaceful. Oh, that's good. Literally but, nothing happened. But has, has, any of this changed your, has any of this changed your point of view on shit? No. Whether, whether you want a plate carrier or not? 
I've never said that you, I wouldn't want to play tried, carrier. You tried making I fun said, of me last time about at me asking questions about what else I should put on my fucking <laughs> range belt. And you told me, I well, you want to be all kitted out. <laughs> I said, it sounds like you want to be all kitted out. I never once said nobody should own armor. No, okay, okay. Or say that I didn't want armor. <laughs> okay, it does. Yes, I would like to have armor. And I think I'd, it would be a good idea to have armor. Fair enough. I would I too. Said, I said I would rather have steel armor than that fucking rifle, uh, that safe light Kevlar that's rated for rifle rounds is what I said. I right, but and that's that I would I would disagree with that. But now but, that you th- but now that you think about a box like in this in the situations right now when we like that scenario I laid out where you're more likely to get into a hand to hand situation than get shot by a rifle round. So the the stab protection of the safe light would be. Almost more beneficiary than you can't you can't stab through half inch AR five hundred steel right, but that only protects, <laughs> I promise that only protects this area right. You can, you and can get just as dead with a knife coming in this right. way. So and that's where I think that's where I think the safe light defense, um, like rifle rated soft armor, has a huge advantage over like s- traditional hard armor. Whether it be ceramic or steel, um, you know, like obviously I like steel body armor plates. Yes, they're cheap and they're effective. You can, you know, you're not going to penetrate an AR 500 steel plate. Um, I agree with that, but I think the the cons of having uh, like worrying about having that frag from that round splattering up at your neck and at your arms and down at your legs and stuff to me that just i would rather i would rather wait until i could afford ceramic armor or that rifle rated soft armor stuff um the one the one big pro to that rifle rated soft armor is that it has so much more coverage than a than a traditional plate of any kind you know like Traditional plates are if you get the extra large ones, they're eleven by fourteen. The standards are ten by twelve. Right. You know, so just you know, from your basically from your clavicle down, twelve inches. I mean, that's not covering any of your guts, not covering no, anything. And there's a damn good chance if you get shot in the gut with a with a yeah, you're going to bleed out. You're probably freaking dead anyway. Yeah. So so that you know, having an actual full coverage vest. That's a that's a big benefit. That's a right. huge pro, and that's I mean, I understand that that's why they charge so much for the damn thing. But another thing is maybe we should talk to somebody that actually has knows what the hell they're talking well, about. Well, I'm saying experience with both systems because mm-hmm. we're just like little to no experience with them. You know, it'd be interesting yeah. to talk to somebody that has to wear them every day, or you know has had an experience with both systems. So, yep. um, and um. Because initially, I, I will say initially, I was a hundred percent on the. I'm just going to get steel plates, you know, with a build-up coating and throw them in a throw them in a plate carrier, and I'm not going to have to worry about it. There's three hundred dollars in armor, and I'm good. Right. And then I really started doing some reading, and I was like, well, you know, it'd be good for maybe a shot. And then when that anti-spalling coating, which, mind you, the word spalling is totally incorrect. That really bugs me too. Like spalling is so if you were to hit a steel plate on the front and the 
like the mill scale that flies off the back. Oh, that's when you deflect that's it, that's actually spalling. The the actual round deflecting and creating shrapnel and flying off in every direction, that's not spalling. Huh. But they call it, it anti spalling. Sounds better. Coating. Yeah. Sounds better than anti frag. Uh, no. You I can't say anti frag. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't really work either because anti fragment anti frag would uh seem to mean Catches protecting fragments. you from frag grenades. <laughs> well, it would be anti-grenade. <laughs> so I wonder but, if they have. Yeah. Um, did they have? Uh, did they have personal body armor back in uh, in World War Two? That did, I don't. Did either of you know? I don't know. I'm I don't sure, know, but I'm going to Google it. The reason I, I brought bet, this up, I bet up, Toad would have a whole at least twelve minute story on probably. improvised <laughs> World War Two body armor. Probably. Um, and I'm interested reason, to hear it. The reason I, I brought this up is today is June 6th, yep. obviously uh, D-Day, um, the uh, invasion of Normandy, which was the single largest uh, seaborne invasion in the history of the world when it... Uh, and actually, I I don't God, think I hope, it's yeah. I hope we never have ever <laughs> have to have you know I don't think we've something eclipse to that something that big again. Um, but the sheer the sheer numbers of this thing, I mean, it was just just absolute insanity. Um, the the amount of people there was s- almost seven thousand seven thousand <laughs> Allied ships um, were deployed around there. Um, there was 40,000 ger- German soldiers on the front line. I just realized that the fr- that the top line of these was not in English. I tried to read the top right? line and yeah, I was like, takes what? A, it takes you a minute. <laughs> Thought you were having a stroke for yeah, a second. Yeah, I was like, Marin's Allies? Why can't I read what? this? <laughs> yeah, there was, there was 15, 15 uh, Allied nations um, engaged in this. 132,000 landed Allied soldiers. Think about this. 132,000. Thousand. That's correct. Not not thirteen hundred or not thirteen thousand. One hundred and thirty-two thousand. Yeah. Um, the sheer numbers of that. I mean, shit. Yeah. How big is? I mean, how big is Sioux City? Like eighty thousand. Yeah. I mean, it just the the it's oh, just insanity. Yeah. Um, there was there was twenty three thousand four hundred Allied paratroopers that parachuted out just that day, just that one day alone. Right. And then you got then on top of that on top of just so you've already got forty thousand Germans on the front, hundred thirty two thousand soldier Allied soldiers that landed, and twenty three thousand four hundred paratroopers that dropped in. Mm-hmm. Um, you had another twenty five thousand sailors, right on on the vessels surrounding the beach, right. Um, but you had fifteen hundred and fifty allied tanks that were <laughs> that landed on the beach as well as another 12,500 allied vehicles like that that is just unfathomable amounts of stuff to me like yeah, i mean 1500 tanks 12,500 other vehicles and 100 and you know basically 150,000 troops yeah. All on this one beach. 11,590 one total al- Allied aircraft were deployed. Um, there was only 815 available German aircraft in France when this happened. Um, 10,395 tons of bombs dropped 
on those beaches. 10,000 tons. Yeah. That's 2,000 pounds per bond, per ton, right. obviously. Um, so take 10,000. 2 million pounds. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> uh, just the, the, the sheer... Um, um another thing another thing go back to that to that graphic there um 200,000 beach obstacles yeah. so everybody knows like these hanging you know like mines that were in the water as well as like these you know like it was basically like like i-beam made into like a ball like a spike ball mm-hmm. you know like three three of them welded together in an x yeah. and another thing poking yeah yeah and like just being an amphibious vehicle you know pilot trying to drive through all these obstacles and shit or clearing these obstacles for all these people to get through that was been a you know a job in and of itself trying to yeah. navigate trying to navigate the beach with 200,000 like think of that there was basically there was almost two obstacles for every soldier that landed there. Mm-hmm. Nuts. And the other the I think the most sobering um um st- st- there we go statistic <laughs> three tries um on this this whole graphic here is twenty thousand five hundred Allied and German losses. Um, the sheer, oh, I mean, right? Jesus, like that's probably. One of the deadliest days in the history, I mean, of the world, probably. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I don't know. That's that's a that's a lot of freaking people killed there. That is a lot of people. I mean, if you look at it on the grand scheme of things, you had twenty five thousand sailors, you had one hundred thirty thousand Allied soldiers, you know, twenty thousand paratroopers, and forty thousand Germans, for a quarter of a million people to be fighting with each other on the beach. For one day to have twenty thousand people die, it yeah. could it could have been a lot worse, I suppose. Ten thousand five hundred of those were numbers of Allied casualties. Uh, Ten thousand of those were German. Um, yeah. I mean, so the they, Germans, the, the, the Germans, Germans lost the, a quarter of their of their fighting force. You yeah, know, and six thousand of that number, six six thousand right there. U.S. losses on D Day. Um, yep. uh, I, I still, I mean, when you think about this, and nowadays you think about the shit that people complain about, and the fucking, there, you know, we complain about our fucking prime packaging took three days instead of two, mm-hmm. or that the freaking drive-through freaking meal yeah. took us took five minutes instead of three or whatever. The yeah. like just. Like I cannot, I cannot fathom having to go through something like this, and and now you know it's nowadays pretty, you see the absolute fucking ridiculous bitches that we have all become. Yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty humbling to like see the numbers from World War Two and even since World War Two. Like, look at Vietnam. You know, look at the numbers of Vietnam. Even look at the numbers in Afghanistan and Iraq, and just. Just warfare in general, the U.S., you know, the history of the United States casualties in warfare. and Right. It's and it's pretty humbling to look at the number of soldiers that have lost their lives for us to bitch about Starbucks taking over a million, four minutes. Over a million uh, soldiers since the yeah. since, uh, states began. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty humbling to think about 
how many people have fought and died for our country for us to sit and bitch about the package that we ordered on the internet on our telephone taking right. more than three days to get to our house. Right, you know? or even the so-called injustices that, that we all think yeah. uh, we experience um, right. You know, right now. Yep. It's just... Uh, just unbelievable, and I can't. I just like I said, I can't. I can't fathom being a person, a guy that's went through this, and then to right. see how you know how far. <laughs> Dude, I would be. Uh, yeah, no. I can only imagine. You know, the back in my day right. argument. It's right? just. I mean, it's strong for people who were in World War Two, and you know, actually had to go through that shit. It's like, oh man. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Your grandkids, you know, if you see your grandson with a puppy dog filter on Snapchat, I'd smack the fuck out of that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh man! So this week's uh, this week's badass of the week is every every uh, every bad son of a bitch who put boots down on the beach in Normandy. Yep, absolutely. You were a bad son of a bitch, and you did this one this incredible nation an incredible service yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah i just i don't even have anything more to say about that it's just um still some of those numbers just it's just absolutely mind-boggling yeah i mean because i've seen i've seen crowds of fifty thousand people before yeah and it is to almost triple that it's mind-blowing right and it's just those those people fighting each other, every, right? Like, hmm. There's fifty thousand people. Let's take it times four or five and give them all freaking grands. You know, PPSH forty threes, MG forty like, two. Oh sweet Jesus, dude! I can't. I oh. just can't imagine that. I can't insanity. imagine. I can't imagine the door dropping off of one of these amphibious vehicles and just hearing an MG forty two just ripping, and they're like, mm. "All right, go." You know, right. yeah, like, it's like, no, I think oh I'll stay back here. Thank you. God. Yeah. The size of the balls on these guys. Right. Right. You know, yeah, it's just, uh, and many of them knowing that like the, those frontline troops, like <sighs> knowing, knowing when, when that door dropped, there's probably a one in two or better chance that you're getting freaking mowed down as right. soon as that shit drops. Oh, man. Cause that was exactly where they was aiming at those, 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 um, vessels that drop the doors in there. Where do you think those machine oh, guns yeah. were shooting, dude? Oh shit! Yeah. Right there, the balls. Yeah, of those they guys weren't. They just... weren't trying to hit the paratroopers that were coming down. You know, dropping down. They were. Well, there's a boat of 15 guys about to open the door right here. I'm gonna wait till the door opens right. and smoke them. You know. You know, and that's what. Damn it! That's what. That's what made America great because those dudes. Those dudes, they didn't. They knew that they weren't just dying for no reason. They didn't. Right. They didn't have the balls to do this to freaking die for no reason. They knew that the, 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 what they were fighting for was true and right and real, and that's why they did this. And that's and that's why America was great because because of these badasses like this. You know what? We beat back and, a horrible thing, and we when we we freaking defeated a horrible enemy, and that's and damn you know right. What, America was great. That you know day. what the you know what the best part about that is hmm. these guys didn't even sign up for that nope these guys didn't even volunteer and say hey you know what i'm gonna go be in the army and do this shit i'm not i'm gonna go sign up and be in the marines these guys were drafted yep, these guys just... had no choice in the matter they they got a letter that said hey you are to report here at this date at this time and guess what they still fought 
for they our country they because they duty. knew what their duty was and what they needed to get done and why why it needed to be done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's and that's something that I think is very lost on on current generations of you know truly what it means to fight for your country and if you were drafted you know if there was a draft now boy the way things would be different my god Mm, right right so um i think uh i think that would be the the next topic is the top 10 10 things that make america badass that's number one we did some freaking we did some damn good things um, in our in our past, and we gave up a lot of shit. We we lost a lot of men to make sure that you know there was a little bit of justice back in the world and the shit that was going on over there in Europe. Um, yeah, that was uh, it was it was some pretty horrendous. So shit. so do we want to get we want to start with number ten or do we want to start with number one? Um, I think I don't think we're gonna order them except for that fact though. That one, that one will be number one, and the rest will just kind of be. So number one, back to back World War champs, back back World War champs. Damn right. <laughs> You're lucky we saved your ass twice. Don't make um, us do it again. Yeah, watch your fucking back, Japan. <laughs> don't make us come over there, you little bastards. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about. We were trying to think of a a, a, a interesting topic. And with all the shit going on, everybody's saying America sucks. I'm sick well, of all the negativity. That's I'm right. Sick of we all wanted the negative some bullshit. We so, wanted some positivity. Some so this, cool, awesome, fun things. The top ten things that make America badass. Damn so, right. like, the first thing I think of is American muscle cars, right? Uh, like American yeah. muscle cars and like. Harley Davidson motorcycles, like just old school, you know, they have the iconic sounds, the, the very traditional sounds and feels that, that, that just scream America, you know, like there ain't much, there's hardly any motorcycles that, that scream America, like the sound of a Harley Davidson or like a, 60s or 70s v8 car right like the sound itself you know that's that's pretty hard to uh to replicate and i think that's a that's a big thing that so you're gonna go very american you're gonna go you're gonna go a different different direction than me on this aren't you and that's all right but see i was thinking more the things things to think that make america badass is um, well, obviously I was going to, I was going to say, uh, the second amendment, we all have the oh, right yeah. to our freedoms, but I think we're just going to do, we're just going to say bill the of bill rights. of rights, the yeah, bill of rights for sure. Because whether, whether you agree with, um, I don't know, um, what's going on in America, you know, you think, um, we yeah. all have it, whatever it, your opinion is. Whatever your opinion it. is, we all have the same rights, whatever. and that's yeah. that's what it boils down with. You have boils and, down to you have the right to defend yourself, just like I do, yeah. and we advocate for you protecting yourself, just like we and, do, and we'll advocate for you. Uh, you know your right to assemble. We'll advocate for that. That's you know we've said time and time again on Facebook that that is. Just as American as apple pie, it's just as American as the Second Amendment is because, you know, it's part of the Bill of Rights, you know, just your right to assemble. 
Um, your right to break into Target and steal TVs and uh, <laughs> burn that's, down that's... an O'Reilly's auto parts. That's that's not that's not part of that, you know. Um, <laughs> and if you're a business owner and you know you are in one of these areas that's affected by this um, uh, civil unrest, we'll call it. Um, we also support your right to defend your life and your business. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But and we'll also be very clear that that we are hundred hundred percent, like Johnson said, for the the right to protest as American as apple pie and the Second Amendment. Yep. Um, but when it turns to violence, your right to, your right to assemble losses. is as it, yeah is absolutely one hundred percent your right as you know, um, a God born human. That's so, just a yeah. that's just a thing that you are you can say that you don't agree with something and you can assemble with others who agree with your, your, you know, um, line of thought. But, but, uh, as soon as you start destroying public and or private property, you are no longer demonstrating your right to assemble your, um, being a thug. And that is all we got to say about that one. But I haven't heard from, I don't know if, um, boxes we've lost we've lost the live feed or we just haven't heard from him for quite a while but box we need number four from you apple pie I mean, Ooh. That's, <laughs> Ooh. that's pretty awesome but i wouldn't say that's strictly american uh yeah what's I that know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie i don't have much i'm not a, a listing kind of person Come on, come on. When you think of when you think of freedom and what it makes america great what's the first thing that comes to your brain Dude, I don't do much. I work on cars and I shoot guns. <laughs> well, hey, you know, the, those two are pretty. That, I mean, those have to be up there. I mean, like, obviously, we have the Bill of Rights, which has the Second Amendment in it, and the first, and, you know, muscle cars and motorcycles. I mean, that's, they're right at the top. I can't mm, argue absolutely. with them there. That's pretty American as fuck. <laughs> I guess, um, well, the reason I don't have a, something to list here i guess could be listed as american as i i'm one of those guys that i don't know some people may see it as unpatriotic or something but i'm just one of those guys that wants to live my life and be left alone so i don't really put that much thought into stuff like that and i believe that's a pretty great reason that's pretty goddamn that's pretty goddamn american right there boxes able to do that it's just be left alone to be left alone to be a a a man on your own i think it goes hand in hand with freedom or whatever. Yeah, just yeah, I think that's just a... generic God-given freedoms and being a man on your own, not having to can rely start, on other people. Can we start a new party? Just the party of leave us the fuck alone. The leave us the fuck alone party. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, because it seems like anymore, like both sides are just well, like, the b- whole two-party system uh, was never meant to work. That's all no, fucked. No, but, but I think that's a good one. Leave us the hell alone, and and I think yeah. that's ultimately what we all, well, any any red-blooded American really wants is just to be let me live my life. Let me do my thing. Yeah. Stop interfering at and 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 don't try to tell me how to live my life. Yep. Um, bacon, uh, bacon, apple pie. Baseball, football. I mean, where do we where do we want to start? I mean, like, there's so many things that make America badass. Should we fourth, say the food? The Fourth about- of fucking July, Independence Day. Uh, yeah, we yeah. defeated the aliens. Oh wait, that was just a movie. <laughs> That's. I think. I think the Fourth of July that will be kind of left on the. I mean, 
That's just part of Can, that's that's celebrating being American. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I almost wanted to mention the Bundy standoff again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that, I think that falls uh, in with the Bill that, of Rights. That just lines up with like George Washington would just be. I can just imagine him, imagine him looking down from heaven, going, "Yep, that's America right there." So how about we? How about number? How about number five? We we throw in food. I mean, because let's be food? honest. Let's be honest. We got a hell of oh. a lot of awesome food. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we've Pizza, stolen. That's we've... from Italy. Tacos, <laughs> Mexico. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, grilling and barbecue. Oh yeah, grilling season. Yeah, that grilling barbecue. Smoking meat. Yeah, I would say is uh, that's kind of a that Z was... smokes meats. Hey, we hear that, you, buddy. That's uh, that's really. I mean. Grilling and smoking—that's kind—that's of, kind of a. Did that originate that's in America? I mean, I mean, they've grilled food from the sense of beginning of time, but really the yeah. whole, you know, barbecue as we know it was kind of. I mean, I'm that's pretty American. sure that's pretty Southern American. Yeah, yeah, but I, I believe know? so. Not just Southern American. We're not Southern. Uh, you know, we're we're mid- Midwestern. Okay. Right. You know? I'm from the South, but all right. You're not. You know, you're not. You're you might have been born in Texas, but yeah. you're Doesn't an Iowa you're an too. Iowa boy whether you like it or not. All right, you goofy right. bastard. All right, um, he just wants to be a Texan <laughs> so goddamn bad. I mean, let's, I yeah. mean, I love Texas. I love Iowa, but boy, I love Texas. I do love Texas, but it seems like that place. Have you have you freaking, seen the second securing of uh, the second defending of the yeah, Alamo? I heard about that like, the other night. Uh, yeah, these motherfuckers don't mess around. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Good for them. Um, Better than the. Freaking worthless sheeple in D.C. who just oh the Lincoln Monument and uh, you know all these other monuments on national in the National Mall we're just yeah let's just spray paint them all I'm not gonna defend them Fuck it it's just the history of our nation who cares well to be fair let's like just let everybody deface all this no bullshit. like I don't feel like that they I don't know did they even have enough like how can you defend a uh, Monument? Did they even have enough people to freaking? I mean, the whole. I think it would have taken. I think it would have taken at least one magazine of AR-15 to deter a very large amount of people from defacing <laughs> but, the Lincoln Monument. But that whole damn, like that whole damn. <laughs> if city I'm being was, honest, you hear one mag dump from an AR-15, and you are spray painting on the Lincoln Monument. You are running. Can we? Can um, so rubber bullets. Those are shot out of a very of a specialized gun, are they not? It depends. Like, uh, can we buy rubber bullets like, as far as like shotgun rounds? Because like you can take a re- regular ass Remington eight seventy or Mossberg five hundred and so run the shit out of some beanbag rounds. And what about like do they make them for any other calibers? Like you I, can't buy them for ARs. that. I don't know. That I don't. So know. here here is my question. Like. I, w- I was thinking about this the other day and actually really thinking about this. Like, would an AR be a good weapon in, in this sort of scenario? Like, I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's 50. Well, just just hear me out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just hear me just out. The, I think just the crowd dispersal factor right, is, is but, pretty beneficial. But is that, is that going to be any better than a, a freaking shotgun? Yes. Know? Like, what do, are they know, do they know you're shooting rubber bullets at them when you're pop a few at them oh with rubber bullets eh, i don't know 
or or I'm the, talking the other side of the other I know but the other side of it you're shooting at somebody like in such a crowded scenario you got to worry about and if with a 55 grain full metal jacket you got to worry about pass through uh, don't okay yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah yeah I do I do I don't know it was just a thought I had the other day like um personally I to me full metal jackets meant for the range and practicing if I'm shooting at a soft target I'm not shooting full metal jackets no. first off uh well, dude, what do they do over in freaking all? I mean, I uh, no, I I understand the that U.S. military, military that's that what military and NATO rounds are full metal jackets. Um, generally, they're not shooting in crowds of people. Also, have you seen Iraq or Afghanistan? Yeah, well, okay. Anyways, we got we kind of got <laughs> off. We kind of got off. Subject. But we're uh, on number we're on number six. What was uh the number five was grilling barbecue, grilling yeah, barbecue, barbecue and food. Is, yeah, number six. Um, I was gonna say the right to. Well, not, I just think I think I think American capitalism. Like I think that's that I I think in, in this day day and age the American dream. You know, capitalism, fascist capitalism and the American you fascist dream. Son of a bitch. But I think <laughs> no. I think I think you're right though. Capitalism and the American dream. Which I mean, that's why people immigrate to the United States, right? Right is the the chase of the american dream and that is capitalism that's and I that think is the nowadays it's so misunderstood like i i i got in an argument the other day with some well actually it was just a conversation no was, way well Sam i am arguing with somebody on facebook i didn't again? feel like, like who getting into, i didn't feel like getting into huge, <laughs> a huge i was busy that day so i didn't feel like getting into a huge argument with them but um their basically their statement was burn it all down like they were start talking over about, well, they were talking about the riots and shit, and her 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 motto was "burn it all down." So I went and looked at her Facebook page, and her cut her her little slogan or what whatever was "peace, love, and reggae." I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you what the hell's going on here? You, but uh, she called you advocate for peace, yet you want to burn the entire country. But the down. thing she called capitalism um, evil and a tool of oppression, and I and I'm just I didn't even engage her in it. I'm like, but I'm are like, you kidding me? How confused are you? Like you, they just, don't understand that the fa so, capitalism is is here. I I made this beer, pay me two dollars for it. Okay, here you go, an open free will transfer yeah, of no material. Thing. How about and, hey? How about that's a all it is. That's hey, how capitalism. about a dollar fifty? Okay, that sounds fair to me, sir. I will take your money. Here's yeah. your product, and that's right. like that's. Not, I don't understand how it got so diluted. No, you give me your bread, I give you beer. Three days. <laughs> Okay, communism. That sounds. Yeah, yeah. I think I you think stand in line three days. You get two slices of bread or one beer. Yeah, I. Fuck off. How how bad has our education system failed when they think yep. that socialism <sighs> is more a fair system than capitalism? The the very well, and and the 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 fact of the matter is is that there's been a generational change towards um entitlement. And laziness, mm, and true. that just inherently screams socialism and give me free shit, um, and it, it just doesn't work. And yeah. they don't they don't know any better because they didn't listen in history class and they don't pay attention to other countries outside of the United States. If it's not on Facebook or TikTok, they don't give a shit. So mm. you know they don't pay attention to the outside world. So number seven is bikinis. Mm. Hundred percent bikinis. 
I mean, yeah. can you really even argue with that at this point? Uh, no, I mean, I mean I, when was the last time you were at like a beach? It's been a long time. My God. That's something, you time. know, maybe we should do a life short, live free beach day. Beach day. Here's an idea. How about we do a, white, a, a life short, live free white trash bash? That's oh, what I was just thinking. We were, we were talking about having uh-huh. like a party and a camp out for our, instead of Freedom Fest. We could do that on a beach. Have a big oh. old bonfire on the beach. Yeah. Where are we doing this? Where, I'm what down. Beach, what beach can we do this on? Oh, hell, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, hey, look, hey if it's going to be a, a, a redneck bash, why don't we do it on a fucking sandbar on the river? Fuck the beach. Let's do this bitch on a sandbar. Can we? Uh, okay, okay. Okay. But it's got to be somewhere that people can drive to. Oh, not yeah. Not everybody. For sure. Remember, you didn't. You probably weren't at our pasture party. Nope. Back in the day. Remember with Tony? Were you there, Box? Tony's, me and Tony and the Moody Colors. Palooza? No, I was not there. No, it was a, it was a party after Moody Palooza when the, the Colors, oh. we uh, the whole family got in a big brawl with somebody. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I wasn't there. Dang it. Was, there I'm pissed was, I missed out on yeah, that. It was back in our younger days. You know, where I think we were just out of high school, and there was still this... There was still this uh, rival, like town rivalry, almost like the little small towns, like Moville. Some, somebody shows. I don't even remember where these fellows are from. They might have been from Hinton or yeah, I don't know, a neighboring town. Yeah. Well, they show up, and you know, for the most part, we're opening. You know, we're uh, welcoming to them, but I, I don't. One of them tries to hit on one of the local girls. No, and no, no. Somebody gets pissed off. Nope. That's how it always goes down. <laughs> nope, that's not what happened at all. This, yeah, this the reenactment of Greece. Right, exactly. So this party was at the bottom of a. It was on the kind of in a pat. It was in a pasture by a river, um, and the, there was a big hill going down to it. So everybody parked at the top of the hill and walked back down. Well, I don't remember what happened. Why these fellows were leaving? There was some bad blood apparently. Um, nothing happened up until this point. But they got to the top of the hill and they threw a beer bottle down. Well, it conked Moody in the top of the head. Oh, boy. Knocked him clean out. Just, he's done. He's just <laughs> out. Well, all the cousins were there. And my family at this point was, me and the cousins were, we were all extremely close. <laughs> this, this, all I remember is the whole family just charges up the hill. And there's like three of these guys. There was like six of us. And just, it was just beat the snot out of him. At one point, I remember looking over, and one of my cousins has a guy in a headlock, and my my female cousin, <laughs> freaking sucker punch him right in the face, and this just, guy. <laughs> just beat the bejesus out of these guys. And it was like, oh, I'm I'm so proud of you guys. It was so, it was so it. redneck. Um, but so, yeah, I think I definitely think we should do like a white trash, white short, trash, bash. white trash bash. Hey, number, what are we on? Seven? Eight. White trash parties? White <laughs> trash parties, for sure. I mean, let's be honest here. Rednecks, at their core, are freaking awesome dudes. Oh, yeah. And, like, and I know, like, I don't even really want to go there and just touch the subject because people are like, well, rednecks are racist, but... You know, Dude, rednecks you know are what? honestly. Rednecks if, are some if, of them. if you were to, uh, honest to God, meet and interact with real rednecks, you will find some of the most genuinely nice and accepting of all kinds of people. People, oh hell, you yeah. will ever meet in your life. Like Southern rednecks are like some of the best people I have ever met in my entire life absolutely Just awesome welcoming awesome. and awesome dudes yeah. and they'd bend over backwards for anybody and yes yeah are there some you know some freaking racist yeah who cares yeah there's, there's always gonna be racist dickheads and 
all walks of life. There's right. fucking the majority, shitty people everywhere. The majority of them but, that I've ever met have been freaking. I don't even know. Awesome I don't dudes. even know that I've really truly met like a bad redneck. No, I can't. I mean, personally, I don't think I ever have. I've only met like super genuine, like awesome, like, just incredible people who were like, I. There was one guy in. North Carolina that I met that was like, <laughs> he was, he came to the, like, I was at a gas station. This dude came up at the gas station and was like, yeah, you guys got gas cans in here. And like found some dude on the side of the road, <laughs> found some dude on the side of the road, walked six miles for this guy to go buy a gas can, fill his fill this gas can full of gas, walk like five or six miles back to this dude's car because he was a city slicker, didn't know what the hell he mm. was doing, you know, mm. stuck on the side of the road. This this dude who was a black guy, southern gentleman, you know, just like super heavy accent, found this business guy on the side of the road, didn't know where the hell he was, ran out of gas. He walked five six miles. Get to the gas station, bought a gas can, filled it with gas, carried this five, six gallon, you know, five gallons of gas right. back the five miles to this guy. Like I talked and, to him. And that dude, I guarantee you would classify himself as a redneck. Yeah. Because that dude <laughs> was a redneck if I have ever seen one. I uh, talked to, uh, I talked about it a few podcasts back when I, uh, a gun ended up going, getting lost in North Carolina. It got found, but yep. while I was trying to track it down, I called a post office and down there in North Carolina and I didn't realize how, I mean, this must've been backwards. Where at? This was, um. Don't tell me like Greensboro or something. No. Fayette, ain't backwards. Was it Fayetteville or Ash? I don't remember. That ain't backwoods. Well, That's hear me major out. Major city. Yeah, I know. But hear me <laughs> out. Anyways, I called this post office, and this dude, like, I have never talked to somebody on the phone this redneck. This Asheville, guy, North this Carolina. guy had That's... about the thickest accent. It was just like, and he was, you can yeah. tell he was probably in his sixties. Just super, super thick draw. Yeah, North Carolina's pretty heavy, like Southern accent. I dig yeah, it. I guess I, I've only been through. I was only in North Carolina. We came in at dark, and we're gone before dark. So. Or before light, so I never yeah. really experienced too much of it. Uh, number I like, nine. I like North we we need a number. We need a, need a number nine. Um, let's see. Uh, how about how about just uh, motorsports, NASCAR, NHRA? Well, that'd be kind motocross. of neat. That was number two was muscle cars. No, that's a whole different deal. Muscle cars, they're badass. Mm. Mm. You're saying NASCAR, NHRA, drag racing, motocross, motorsports. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's that's an international thing though. I mean, mean, he's not wrong. NASCAR, well, okay. NASCAR, NASCAR, sprint cars, drag uh, racing, dirt track racing. No, NHRA is like international and like sprint cars, you know, all of it's international, but nothing is to the scale that. The United States pushes motorsports. Mm, yeah, there's, yeah, I there's, I mean, like, there's a few countries that rival us in like drag racing and maybe burnout competitions. Like the Australians, they like to do a good burnout contest. Yeah, and they're really God big bless, in the sprint cars, like huge. Yeah, like God bless the Australians; they're huge. big into motorsports. But 
boy, they don't, they just don't push it like we do in the U.S. And especially like, how about how about this like mud bogs? Have you ever heard of the Have you ever heard of the event Rednecks with Paychecks? Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like big, huge, expensive ass hundred thousand dollar mud bogging trucks, forty thousand dollar ATVs, and like it just outrageous crazy expensive builds of just all these rednecks that make way too much money working in the oil fields and just spend all of it on their toys i love it it's it's awesome i wish i I wish i was a redneck with a paycheck Uh, it'd be interesting to see how like um i mean let's let's be honest a lot of our shit is muscle cars grilling bikinis White trash and motorsports. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty apparent that we're it'd hillbillies. Be, be, I mean, it'd I, be interesting to see like how much different a, 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 a city folk, you know, city folk would define their their top ten as. Because I'm pretty I sure it would you, not be anywhere close. I guarantee to ours. you, most city folk would look at a a list of top ten reasons America is badass, and they would be like, uh, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Li- yeah. liberal city folk but there are yeah. there are a lot of good city folk too uh yeah. and well i mean the city folk that i knew a lot of them you know are down in kansas city they're good folk you know that think a lot like i do so yeah uh, but we need we need uh number 10 the number 10 reasons or the number 10 reason why oh that makes america badass what is it fellas what is it bald Eagles. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Those are pretty. <laughs> those are pretty badass sons of bitches. God damn! You ever seen them motherfuckers swim? Try and catch a fish that's too goddamn big. I mean, that's American as it I gets. I saw the video. You fucking, uh, you fucking egregious son of a bitch. That's just. I. You know what? I can't even carry this fucking fish. But goddamn it, I'm gonna go catch it, kill it, and then I'm gonna swim to the shore and eat it. Did and you? then I'm gonna be so fat that I can't even carry myself. <laughs> Did you know that a bald eagle doesn't get its white head until it's yeah. five, it's, at yep. least five? Yep. Isn't that crazy? Adolescent and, and bald you, eagles, they, they just are all brown. So usually when I see those, I just assume that they're... Uh, uh, red gold, gold hogs no golden eagles I well assume, yeah because they're probably they're probably that size but right i, I saw there was a south uh, or excuse me east of pearson a couple years ago there was about must have been a good 15 or 20 bald eagles in the field and they were all of age yeah apparently it was a they they needed id to get into that party or something because they were all yeah and they were all of age so um, um another thing another i guess uh, lesser known fact is that the noise that you hear most people play as far as like a bald eagle screech is actually a red-tailed hawk. Um, bald eagles actually sound pretty fucking wimpy. Really? Yeah, I'll play an audio clip here. You had to go and fuck up my, my imagination. Yeah, give me a second. Give me two seconds of silence where I can play an audio clip. So that's... That's an actual bald eagle. I didn't hear anything. Well, <laughs> you go fuck yourself, <laughs> you dick. But bald eagles actually they have like a uh, they almost have like a whimper. They have like kind of a a they don't have as aggressive of as, as a screech. Um so yeah, in most most times that you hear like a bald eagle and you hear like that real aggressive screech, that's actually a red-tailed hawk. 
hmm. that they play most of the time. Interesting. In place of yeah, those the actual bald eagle noises. Thick around here. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to have an open season on them. That's something that I've been meaning to discuss with the DNR because uh, I don't know if a lot of guys know this, but uh, uh, red-tailed hawks eat a lot of pheasants. Um, pheasants are the population is is very closely watched by the DNR in the state of Iowa. Um, especially in Northwest Iowa, the DNR pays really close attention to the population of, uh, ringneck pheasants. And, and one major predator that ringneck pheasants have is, is the red tailed hawk and the red shouldered hawk. Um, and, and it's what we've, we lost, uh, we lost video. Oh, good. 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 I'm glad. I'm, I'm sure that's only been going on for, you know, the last 20 or 30 minutes. No, but... I checked that a little bit ago. We ran out of storage space, apparently. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, so red-tailed hawks are generally um, a, a very big predator as far as ringneck pheasants go. And, and the number of red-tailed hawks around here is... It's insane. Growing every time, every time you drive down the road, there's a freaking there's a oh, ten of them. on the side of the road. Usually, yeah, generally. Yeah. So they're pretty thick. I'd, I would like to see a an open season on them. No, I don't think that's going to happen though. I don't either, but I'd like to see it. Well, guys, I was going to do one more segment, but since we lost video, we've probably uh, we've probably uh, probably covered enough. Is is uh, more or is enough? that we need to today, I guess. So, um, I guess we are going to call it, call it a podcast. It was a, it was a fun one. Uh, thanks for uh, checking in with us box. Um, yeah. You, you didn't, you weren't real talkative today. It was, it was, well, I'm not gonna lie. You guys talk a lot, and I'm not one to typically just interject. <laughs> right. I usually wait for an opportunity to talk, and neither of you guys ever shut up. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I would absolutely agree. Yeah, with I'm that. not gonna I'm argue sorry, with you. Box. I'm not I, gonna argue with on that point. Yeah, we definitely neither of us really ever shut up and or give anybody anybody else room to talk. So yeah, not really. And I, I'm I don't have a problem interjecting either. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I wish Box was better at was just telling us to shut the hell up and like interrupting us and having you know he's I know he always has thoughts on things, but he needs a, he I needs... really have something to say. I'll yell and tell you to shut the hell up. And right? Yeah. Part out, I'll be like, oh, I'll just wait until they're done talking. And then well, I'll that never him. happens. But that never ever happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> you need a you just need an interject button that you can you can beep in mm-hmm. and it says, Hey, shut up. Well, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just a button that mutes the both of us because we really don't don't always have anything that important to say. He could just <laughs> mute to both of us and, and kind of take in our place. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Um but yeah, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Make sure you check out ballisticimagery.com dot com as well as on Facebook and uh, Facebook and Instagram. Give them a shout if you uh, need any work done. Um, yeah, I don't uh, don't have a lot whole, whole lot else to say um, other than uh, I guess we'll be back and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Make sure you check us out on Wednesday night live on the Life Short Live Free Facebook. We do uh, we do gears and beers. Every other uh, Wednesday night, so make sure you check that out. 
Uh, just a reminder for everybody. If you know of any uh, Second Amendment companies that are looking for uh, product photos or advertisement photos or videos even, um, have them reach out to Ballistic Imagery. Um, Box is really looking for some you know, companies that he can work with as far as doing commercial photos, videography, um, doing advertisements, things like that. So if you guys can think of anything for him, uh, let him know, you know, just give him some ideas for companies to contact. Or if you have contacts with companies, you know, try and give him a shout or give him a little shout out. So yeah. I think we're going to do a, uh, a commercial of some sort for Shyworks here before long, just kind of figure things out you know that'll be fun yeah but yeah, yeah. we always we always have fun doing stuff like that what'd you say box uh, nothing important so yeah gonna crawl our podcast but guys thanks for sticking around and um uh, make sure you check us out on the next episode uh, we'll be back like usual and remember until we talk to you next time life short live free god bless and god bless america <laughs>